chapter 5. But before we would, uh, before we read that, if you would, please uh, pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for everything that you do in our lives. Father, we thank you for loving us enough that you gave us the gift of your Son so that we can have eternal life with you one day. Father, we, we thank you for another morning that you've given us that we can come before you and worship you and, Father, just learn more about you. Father, we pray that you be with Steve as he brings forth the lesson that you've given him, that he can remember the words that you want him to speak. And, Father, we ask that you let those words touch our hearts so that, so that we can be changed. Father, we thank you for everything. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So the scripture this morning will be from John chapter 5. We're going to start in verse 25 through 29. John chapter 5, 25 through 29. Truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming... And is now here when the, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son also to have life in himself. And he has given him authority to execute judgment because he is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this, for an hour is coming when all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and come out. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. Good morning, everyone. It's good to be here this morning. Glad you all arrived today. Everybody doing all right? All right. That was good singing today. Uh, appreciate those songs. <clears throat> I wanted to uh, talk today, as you might guess from the slide behind me, about the voice of Jesus. And the reason I wanted to talk about this is because it just seems that so m much of our lives is cluttered with voices. There are a lot of Voices speaking to you all the time when you go home. I doubt you just sit home with a nice book uh, or, you know, pick up your guitar or whatever you do, or better yet, with the Bible and just sit there. Most of us, most of the time, have voices coming at us. Everybody has something they want to say, something they want you to hear, something they want you to understand. Every time you try to watch something, uh, at least on YouTube, it's like, hey guys, I got something I want to tell you. Is that every, that's like every other advertisement on there. Everyone's trying to seem interesting. Guess what I'm doing? I don't care. And sometimes stuff pops up, like just if I try to watch the news, you can't, of course I don't watch the news, as many of you know, but when I do try to check little things on the news, it's not... The news, somebody's trying to tell me about something. Somebody wants to offer their opinion. Where either 
the Democrats are horrible demons, or the Republicans are horrible demons, or the conservative, whoever. Just everyone's got some sort of voice, and they're trying to convince me of their point. Listen to my voice. Listen to what I'm trying to tell you. If everyone would just listen to me, everything would work out okay. Everyone's got something they're trying to get me to understand. One of the, the advertisements that came up in YouTube was a, a voice asking, are you gay? Take this test. I'm like, I don't know. Do I need to take a test for that? What are the symptoms? My, my thing is, the, the voices out there are not good voices. But they're constant all over the place. I'm just sitting there minding my own business, and now I have to ask myself questions that, according to God, aren't even questions. But now I'm asking myself, because there's all these voices out there. Voices saying, you know what you need? You need the new Cadillac. Or I don't know what comes on TV anymore, but... You know, somebody saying, hey, check this out. You can get it now. The new Galaxy Flip 7 or whatever. These, this is something you need. Or you know what you need? Look how I got these incredible abs. You know, so you, you need a... Yes, I know you often wonder that. How did I get these incredible abs? But you need something. If you just were like... If you would just listen to what I say, everything will be awesome. And in all these voices, and of course you go to work and there's voices there, people, you know, talk. I don't know if you noticed that. But people talk. They all have voices and they're trying to explain things to you and they're like, listen, man, listen. Okay, that's California. I got to stop doing that. But that's how it sounds. Listen, man. But there is a voice that we need to hear. The only voice that matters. The universe wasn't created by accident. It wasn't created by some being who's just like, hey, I'll do that right there. Okay, catch you later. Which is kind of how the world treats the universe. Everyone f- figures that either God, if he's there, doesn't care, or probably he doesn't exist. Neither of those things make any sense, by the way. If you just sit and think about those two things, neither of those things make any sense. If there's a creator of the universe, which there has to be, why would he just create us? Well, he wants to tell you. He wants to say. He's involved in our lives, and he's been involved with the world from the beginning. You know, in, in Genesis, it talks about Adam and Eve speaking with God, walking with God. What went wrong? Well, God said, Adam, you listen to the voice of your wife. And that's the wrong voice. You're supposed to listen to my voice. And all the people throughout the Bible, the thing that has separated the good from the bad, the thing that has separated the glorified from the destroyed has been whether or not they listen to the voice of God. Let's go to Genesis chapter 22. Verse 
starting in verse 15. And an angel of the Lord called to Abraham, called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, by myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this willing to sacrifice Isaac, and you've not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you, and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of the heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gates of his enemies. And in your offspring shall all nations of the earth be blessed, because you have listened to my voice. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 27. Starting in verse 9, Moses is standing with the priests, and they said to Israel, keep silence and listen, O Israel. This day you have become the people of the Lord your God. You shall, therefore, obey the voice of the Lord your God keeping his, statute, his commandments and statutes, which I command to you this day. You notice there's two parts of that. Not just listen to the voice of God, but be silent and hear. So before we can listen to the voice of God, we have to have our mouth closed and our ears open. If you're like me, if you've spent... 30 seconds with me, you know there's a lot of words per minute coming out of this giant dome, right? I'm talking a lot, but we need to be silent at times, and that's hard for us to do, because I've got 90 billion devices that I can flip to, and like different Bluetooth, I don't know how many Bluetooth headphones and wired headphones I have and all these things, I can always have noise coming at me, and you know what? We're not comfortable just being quiet. Be silent. Open your ears. And I think that's a bigger barrier to us being in the presence of God and being right with God than we're comfortable believing. I don't think I can stress that too much. You have to have times where you are quiet and you listen. And if you're quiet and you listen, you can hear the voice of God. And hearing the voice of God includes, especially, keeping His commandments and His statutes. Now that's not always what happens. Let's go to Numbers chapter 14. I'm in Deuteronomy. That's why that doesn't look right. 
Okay. The Lord is a forgiving God, but let's look at verse 20. He does have a limit. The Lord said, I have pardoned according to your word. He forgives when asked, but truly as I live and as all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord, none of the men who have seen my glory and my signs that I did in Egypt and in the wilderness and yet have put me to the test these ten times and have not obeyed my voice, none of them shall see the land that I swore to give to their fathers, and none of those who despised me shall see it. And this is the thing. God is a loving God, full of steadfast love and faithfulness. Slow to anger, quick to forgive, but there is a limit. Just like as parents, we are hopefully slow to anger and quick to forgive, but if our children just continually don't do what we ask them to do, if they don't stay away from the things we ask them to stay away from, hopefully there's a limit. Because if there isn't a limit, you're going to destroy the kid. Well, everyone alive who has ever been alive is God's child. And He cares about each one of them. And He says, yeah, I'll forgive, but you will not enter the rest. There will come a time when it's time to enter the rest and you will not be part. Because, why? Why? Why is this happening? Because you didn't listen to my voice. And because God is so forgiving and slow to anger, let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 4. Whoopsie. Starting in verse 30, this is talking about, you know, when you get carted off to Babylon, which did eventually happen to them, or when God just says about their tribulation, when you're in tribulation, when things have gone completely sideways, and all these things come upon you in the latter days, you will return to the Lord, your God, and obey His voice. Because the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will not leave you or destroy you or forget the covenant with your fathers that He swore to them. The question is, if God keeps forgiving, will we be too far gone to come back? There are a lot of people that used to come and sit on these pews. That, don't, that aren't here anymore. Because even though God is forgiving, you can wander off so far that you can't hear His voice anymore. But remember, if you don't hear His voice, if things are truly bad, stop and listen and you will hear them. The important thing about all this, which we read from John chapter 5 this morning, is, 
Whatever all the other voices are saying to you, whatever they're telling you is important, it's not. This is what's important. Truly, truly, I say to you, a time is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in Himself, so He has granted the Son also to have life in Himself. And He has given His Son authority to execute judgment because He is the Son of Man. Don't marvel at this, because a time is coming when all who are in the tombs will hear His voice and come out. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. And I think when we hear all the voices out there, the evil one who, who thrives on all these other voices wants you to not hear this particular thing. This world is temporary. This is the foyer into eternity. It's a good and beautiful place where we can see the, the wonders and the love of God at work, but it is temporary. This body is temporary. This world is temporary. And the one thing the evil one doesn't want you to hear is the voice of Jesus saying, judgment is coming. Because I've tried to love you over and over again. And you continue to hurt yourself. You continue to hurt the world around you. You continue to listen to other voices. And all I've ever asked is for you to listen to my voice. I forgive. And I forgive. And I forgive. And I send my Son. And He speaks with my voice. And all I've ever asked is that you listen. After all that, when judgment comes, who can you really call God an evil God at that point? No. And you know what? That sounds overly simple, Steve. I just have to listen to the voice of God, but you don't... Yeah, I've got all your excuses. I've lived plenty of excuses. Yes, it is that simple. Listen to the voice of God. Shut out the other voices. If you can't hear the voice of God, close your mouth, open your ears, go somewhere quiet, and sit until you do. Pick up your Bible and read it until you hear the voice of God. That's overly simplistic. Yes, it is, isn't it? Hear His voice. Listen to His voice. Heed what He says. And why does Jesus say what He says? Well, let's go forward to verse 30. Jesus says, I can't do anything on my own. I hear and I judge and my judgment is just 
Because I'm not looking out for my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. There's a big part right there, isn't it? You know, a lot of people have trouble with God. I don't know why God wants me to do what He wants me to do when I have things that I want to do. That sounds kind of messed up. Shouldn't I be able to do the things I want to do? Why would God create me and then demand I do the things He wants me to do? That's like slavery. No, just like my kids were born and I want them to do what I want them to do. I have... I don't get anything from it except for the ability to love them. And I just want them to listen to my voice so that they can have all the things I want to give them. So they can be safe. So they can have joy of all the things I've put in their lives. And God's certainly a better Father than I am. And He wants us to do His will, because His will is to our glory and to the glory of the rest of the world. And the evil one doesn't want you to hear that. He says, Jesus says, verse 31, if I alone bear witness about myself, my testimony is not true. You have to have a witness. You can't be a witness for yourself. But there is another one who bears witness about me, and I know that the testimony he bears about me is true. You sent to John, and he's borne witness to the truth. Not that the testimony I receive is from man, but I say these things so that you may be saved. Jesus' testimony doesn't come from him. It comes from the Father. And why does the Father want you to hear his voice? So that you will be saved. There's no other reason. There's no other agenda. So that you, his child, can be saved. John was a burning and shining lamp, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. But the testimony that I have is greater than that of John. Because the works that the Father has given me to accomplish, the very works that I'm doing... Bear witness about me that the Father has sent me. And the Father who sent me has Himself borne witness about me. His voice you've never heard. His form you've never seen. And you do not have His word abiding in you because you do not believe the one whom He has sent. They didn't believe in Jesus. Therefore, they didn't know the voice of God. You know, there's a lot of reasons. Like, why do you believe what you believe? Well, we can look at the the accuracy of Scripture. We can look at the historicity of Jesus rising from the dead. We can look at the lives of the apostles and how they died and lived a difficult life and were executed because they refuse to say anything other than I saw him rise from the dead. All these, there's so many different reasons. I can give you a lot of reasons to believe in God. But when it comes down to it, I believe in Jesus Christ because his words come from the Father. And if you listen to his voice, if you ever just pick this up, and listen to His voice, 
you know you're hearing the voice of the Father. And let's go to John chapter 10. Jesus says, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls out his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all of his own, he then goes before them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure of speech Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. Well, actually, let's read the next part. So Jesus said again, again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. And he'll go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that the sheep may have life and have it abundantly. That's His purpose. So that the sheep can go in and come out. But wait, they're all pinned up. They're pinned up. Sheep are pinned up. They're stupid. I don't want to be a sheep. I do. If Jesus is my shepherd, because I have the freedom to go in and be safe and go out and find good pasture, and He'll keep me from all the wolves. That is freedom. Freedom to go, you know what? I'm not worried. I'm being looked after. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he's a hired hand. He cares nothing for the sheep. But I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them in also. And they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock and one shepherd. All those other voices out there, they're robbers and thieves. Those, all those people trying to say, hey, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. They want something from you. Every one of those voices, they want something from you. They want to take from you. They don't care about you. They're only interested in what they can get. So why would you listen to the voice of the bandit or the robber? 
If you're one of his sheep, you run away from those voices because that's not the voice I recognize. And this is honestly, of all the things, all the things God has done in my life has made me see his goodness. And that's why I believe him. But also, because I choose to be a sheep and I know the voice of my master. And we can try to convince people. We can try to testify about what God has done in our lives. Testify about all these things. And we should do those things. But ultimately, if you listen, you'll know the voice of your Master. And so will everyone else. We don't have to convince anyone of anything. We're all his sheep. We're all his flock. And if we listen, we'll hear the voice of our master. And that's the power of the words of Jesus. And we need to shut out all those other voices that are trying to take from us. And send us to the wolves and allow us to be chewed up. And some people even look like they're on our side. But they're just hired hands. They won't save you. They can't save you. Only Jesus can save you. Only Jesus can lay down His life to save you from the ravening jaws of the wolf. So then, we'll end in John chapter 18. Jesus is on trial for His life. He's talking to a very, very, very important person. Very important. Very scary person. Very powerful person. And this person is asking him some questions. But he doesn't know who he's talking to. He doesn't know the voice of the shepherd. And he doesn't know that the shepherd comes from the Father. John 18, starting in verse 36. Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting so that I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not from this world. Then Pilate said to him, so you're a king. And Jesus answered, you say that I'm a king. For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. That's it. If you're looking for truth, if you're of the truth, if you're seeking truth, you'll hear the voice. And you'll know who the voice is from. You'll know it's the Good Shepherd. Get rid of those other voices. If you're not strong enough to not sit there and watch 24-hour news and get all... (laughs) Then don't watch 24-hour news. It's what I have to do. I'm not strong enough. Whatever is keeping you from hearing the voice of the Master, shut it off. Be quiet. Open your ears. Listen to the voice of God coming through His Son, Jesus Christ.
If you're hearing the voice this morning of the Master and you want to be baptized so that you can be saved, come forward now while we stand, while we sing this song.